the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Noah, this is one of those wow, wow moments. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our guest tonight, man, is uh been watching her on television uh, over the years, and uh, she's doing a lot of great things. She's still in television. She's still doing all these things, but she got this new book out called Rise Up, and she is going to enlighten our listening audience on how sometimes life moments, uh, certain things that happen in life cause us to refocus, refocus on certain things that are important to us. And, you know, I always talk about destination and destiny. You do talk <laughs> and, about that quite a bit. Yeah. And this is one of those uh, moments where we're going to uh, kind of break it down on. Uh, the destination that you might be on might not be the path or might not be the finished product that our good Lord wants you to do. So, uh, I'm excited about this guest, you know, so how you been doing my friend? I'm doing okay. You know, it's always not, we talk about it, you know, we did earlier today and we were having a little private conversation, but when you're not in studio, it is not the same here (laughs) at it's your life. So can't wait till you're back. Man, I would be back in the studio in California. Uh, uh, listen to the audience. I left California the, the other day. Uh, I was in the studio with my great producer last week. And, you know, I'm in my home studio right now with my beautiful But I am wife. happy for Michelle. <laughs> Hi, Noah. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> you know, my beautiful wife, my co-host. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Wow. Yeah. You know, hey, Noah, I, I got to tell you this, man, that... You know, I, I get up and I do my seven mile hike, uh, pretty much every day. And, uh, I went on my seven mile hike this morning and it was beautiful outside. I mean, the sun wasn't shining. Man, I got about three miles in it. Man, I saw these dark clouds coming in <laughs> and I'm four miles away from the house, right? <laughs> Did you call and, Danger uh, Man? Maybe that's what you should have done. I, I probably should have called Danger Man or somebody, but man, that rain started coming down. And I was in trouble. And uh, Michelle called me and said, do I need to come and get you? <laughs> said, you probably said, yes. <laughs> you know, but, uh, man, some, you know, things like that happen. Just like I, I mentioned destination. I was on a destination uh, to uh, do that hike. Uh, but part of the destiny was saying that uh, you might want to turn back around and go back or you might need to take a different path. <laughs> yeah. I, when I saw those clouds, I saw the darkness. I said, let me go call him and pick him up. And I drove out. It was starting to rain. Then it was pouring. I mean, I was driving <laughs> in floods. I'm like, where are you? I'm by the church. I'm like, okay. So let me turn. I saw him just drench. He got in the car and we just went on home. Hey, man, I was trying to make it to the church because I knew it, the Lord was going to be there, but man, <laughs> I, I, I didn't make it there, man. <laughs> you know. Hey, man, uh, uh, legacy contest. I'm going to, uh, before we start. This is the this final day, day, isn't it? This is the final day. And, you know, uh, we got a couple of entries and that's, that's, that's all we need. But um, they got into midnight tonight. But um, the legacy contest is how you want to be remembered. I mean, in 300 words or less. Uh, can we have Rob to... Uh, Explain that to our listening audience. You got that cut from Rod, right? 
Yep, let's hear Rob talk about the Legacy Story Contest. Thank you, James. Yes, I'm Rob Lucy, and I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the Legacy Story Contest. This is a contest that you will write. It's a story that you really don't want to disappear. You'd really love your family and your friends and your colleagues know about this story. It could be anything. It could be something from your childhood. It could be about getting married, about falling in love, about um, um, burning down the barn. You didn't mean to do that. Any story that you don't want to disappear, that you'd love to have your descendants learn about hundreds of years from now. So write your story up to 300 words, a story you don't want to disappear, and we'll uh, judge all. We'll read all three, all stories, and we'll come up with a winner We'll decide on a winner with a great prize. That's the Legacy Story Contest, James, and uh, I'm looking forward to start reading them. I'm looking forward to this contest. I was hoping that we were going to get a lot more entries, but that's okay. We're going to go with what we got. And all entries should be sent to jamescooley145 at gmail.com. Again, that's jamescooley145 at gmail.com. Tonight at midnight, tonight is the last day to get your entry in. Uh, on the 28th, we're going to identify uh, the people that uh, submitted. On the 4th of June, uh, you will have the opportunity, if you submit it and want to, to come on and be a guest on uh, the James Cooley It's Your Life show. So uh, please get it in. And the prize is the winner of the contest will get dinner for two at any restaurant they want to. As long as it does not exceed $175. I, I have to say that because, I mean, a lot of people get carried away. But, um, but, uh, it's, it's a great way of passing down your legacy to your descendants. You know, so, uh, get it in. Michelle, can, can you tell our listening audience uh, about the purpose of the show today? Yes. The purpose of the show today is to learn how this amazing actress, singer, host, and writer has touched the lives of others. To learn how God and being a Christian has brought joy into her life. To learn the messages and lessons learned in her book titled Rise Up. To discover how she lives a life of faith and being part of the entertainment industry. Can you please introduce our great guest? Yes, Brenda Epperson Moore. Brenda Epperson Moore is an actress, singer, host, and writer who achieved early fame as Ashley Abbott, the lead character in CBS's The Young and the Restless, and is a Sony TriStar recording artist. Born in North Hollywood, California, she's the daughter of a famed musician and actor, Don Epperson, who suffered an untimely death when Brenda was six years old. Brenda takes her passion, talent, and her entertainment industry connections to outreach programs and organizations that touch the lives of the broken, battered, and abused. She's a contributing author to the book Blessedness of Brokenness in 2012. Brenda is a sought-after speaker and sings nationwide using her international platform to encourage, empower, and remind us all that joy and the indomitable power of God is attainable for all of us. She is married to the love of her life and is raising three beautiful daughters. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Brenda Epperson Moore. Welcome to the show, Brenda, but hold on for one second. If you want to be part of this conversation, if you want to ask Brenda questions, if you want to just ask anything, please call 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170 and become part of the show. Brenda, how are you doing today? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. I was like, can I talk now? Oh, my God. I'm so, so excited. You guys are adorable. The few minutes I've gotten to meet Michelle and James, you guys are so precious. I love your hearts. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so honored. We are so happy that you accepted to come on the show. And uh, just like I said, that uh, we watch you uh, on television a lot. And uh, it's it's just so wonderful to be chatting with you. So, Brenda, can you tell us what was it like growing up in North Hollywood, and uh, a little bit about your background. Well, I, you know, lived in a normal home, you know, lower to middle class, and my father was an actor. Actually, he was in the movie with um, John Wayne called Big Jake. I just saw it actually on TV the other day. And um, an actor, a country western singer, he would tell my mom, oh my gosh, Sherry, remember this guy? He just came to L.A. and he sang backgrounds um, in, in the studio for me, and he's going to be a big 
big star. His name is Glenn Campbell. <laughs> He's like, remember that name. And, you know, the history speaks for itself. And um, my sister and I, you know, just had a great home. And um, then my father died when I was um, young. And then, of course, I endured a rape. And then just my whole world turned upside down, which is what I write about in my book, Rise Up. And, and your book, Rise Up, uh, we read a little bit about it, uh, but not a whole lot. And we expect and uh, but we are going to read it uh, for uh, <laughs> yes, for you to tell us about it and why you did that and, and all of these great things. So we are so excited to have you on the show tonight. And we're going to talk about all of those things. We're going to talk about the, uh, the young and the restless. We're going to talk about the yes. things that you're doing and, and the shows and the, the series that you're playing. But we got to take a station break right now. But we're going to come back and we are really going to delve deep into Brenda and this, uh, she's going to, uh, Share everything with us. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, you know, we got the, the fabulous Brenda Epperson Moore here to, to talk about her her new book, Rise Up, and also uh, a lot of things that she had been doing in the entertainment uh, world. And uh, again, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Call in and be part of the conversation. Brenda, did you always want to be part of the entertainment industry when you was growing up? Oh, yes, I did. (laughs) I have to tell you, when I was a little girl, I used to sit and watch my father, you know, work on his music, play his guitar. And I would go in the morning at night, I'd grab my hairbrush and I would stand in front of my bathroom and I would sing to Donna Summer and Karen Carpenter and I would just sing it all. Yes, I always just had this passion and burning to just be on stage like I just I felt like when I was on stage I was at home and of course my first experiences on stage was you know in church being up there I loved it wow when did you first get introduced to Hollywood I I know you mentioned your father but for you as um, Brenda the actress when was your first introduction as far as you know um auditioning and just getting really involved in Hollywood. So 
that was when I actually moved to Hollywood. I left Oregon. I grew up in a small logging town in Dallas, Oregon. And I moved to Hollywood to, you know, be on stage and, and um, be in front of the, the cameras and not just on stage, actually. Because I did pageants. Don't tell anybody. But I did pageants. And that really taught me a lot in uh, speaking and the presence on stage. But I moved to um, North Hollywood. I lived with my aunt, Aunt Marge. And um, I started auditioning, got in a commercial agent, and I was exposed to that world. And I just, I loved it. I just thought it was so fun being out there and auditioning and um, trying out for parts. Um, but I really moved to Los Angeles to sing. I, I moved to L.A. really not wanting to act. I was just doing commercial work to pay the bills and waitressing. So I tried out for um, different groups or bands. And um, I also sang demos in the um, Sony, which was Lorimar at the time, the Sony Music Division. Because back then you would have a demo singer sing a song that maybe then went to Barbara Streisand so she could hear how the song went. Um, before we had the technology we had. So I was really not moving to L.A. to become an actor. I kind of fell into it. Wow. So let's ta- let's just get into it about your book. What sparked you to write Rise Up um, at this point in your life? That's a, a great question. You know, honestly, I, I really have said in my life, you know, I want to do things that bear fruit in my life. I don't want to just do things just to do them. I want them to do something and be a part of something that bears fruit, not just in my life, but in others' lives, because I really believe that when we set out to do things and we do them to help others, that it is just, you know, we were talking about water early. It's just, you know, a geyser that gushes open and, and flows blessings into your life and others. So really five years ago, God kind of tapped me on the shoulder and, you know, I felt a nudge to write a book and, I was like, oh, I can't write a book. And people had asked me to write books before, but I didn't. I was like, I don't want to write a book. I don't. I don't care what I have to say. I don't. Nobody else will care. But when I really felt the nudge from God to write this book, I really started digging into what it would look like, what it would sound like, what I would say, and um, it really evolved over five years. I started it. I laid it down. Started it. And laid it down. And then really over COVID is when I sat down and, and thought, okay, I've got to finish this project. Now is the time. Rise up. It's for everybody to uncover the darkness, move into light, and experience a life of joy. And and I say uncover the darkness because we've all been kind of shrouded in the darkness in our homes, held up and not being able to go out. And now it's time to rise up and go out into the world and, and really make a change. Wow. So you talk about joy in the midst of pain. What does that mean to you? Well, it means a lot of things to me. And um, one of the things about this book, Rise Up, what I wrote is I really, I, I realized I'm an igniter. I like to ignite people. I like to ignite people and, and show them the gifts that are in them that are maybe lying dormant and stagnant that need to come to life. And joy and pain, it's one of the, the chapters in my book, I talk about a time that I was in deep, dark pain. You know, I I had been raped. I was carrying this secret and how, you know, I was held in bondage and captivity to lies and hating myself and angry and in fights with kids at school and not realizing that my identity wasn't in the world, was in Christ. And when I really started to put my, my fingers in the word of God in my mind, in his word and started to go to church, that hate and that anger I had for myself and for others. Like I was always in the principal. I was fighting with kids. I was a very angry child. But when I read the Bible and I realized God loves me and he has a great plan for me and I can do exceedingly abundantly above all I've ever asked, dare, dream or hope for. And that same God lives on the inside of me. Well, then wait, if he loves me, I want to love me and I can do more than I thought I you know, could do because I see my, saw myself in earthly limitations rather than the limitlessness of Christ. And that's really when my joy began to come back because the hate that I had for myself and the pain that I was carrying of being raped and my father dying and just the abuse that I had endured and all the other things that I talk about in my book, um, you know, joy 
is a characteristic trait of, of God, right? And if it's in Him and He's in you, then that's what you have. And that joy, Nehemiah 8, 10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. I also talk about small things in my book, Rise Up, how the small things are so significant. So joy in pain for me meant I was in pain, but through the love and the power and the healing and the strength of God, I was able to find my joy again. Hey, Brenda, producer Noah here in the booth. Is it hard? I I love film and television. I always have. Is it hard to act a certain way for you on television or even reading a script when your heart maybe tells you something different? Your heart doesn't want to act that way. And if so, how do you channel a certain something in order to get into character? That's a great question because that happened to me recently. So I'm on a show called The Rich and the Ruthless. Um, I think we're going to talk a bit about that too, but I'm on a show, The Rich and the Ruthless, and um, just got picked up by BET, and I know we're going to talk about it, but that recently happened to me. Um, The character I play, Edith Norman, is um, really tough, and it's the character that um, is a big departure because I usually play, you know, really nice people and, you know, lighthearted or, you know, just strong but not mean. This woman is mean. (laughs) I mean, she she does not play. And... I had a scene recently and I was, you know, yelling at this, this, um, character and I, you know, they're like, okay, cut. And I, and she like started crying in the, in the script. I grabbed her. I hugged her. I said, oh, I just want you to know, I don't think any of these things. I think you're the most amazing person in the world. And I want you to know, I'm just acting. And I just, I think you're amazing. And I was just like, Brenda, I'm just acting. I'm like, no, 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 no. I really need you to know that I don't think any of it. And I just, my heart broke. Like, it was hard. And um, another uh, uh, scene that I did, too, I was like, oh, you know, it's just so, I, I don't know if you can, you separate it maybe for the moment, but it, 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 it's hard sometimes, but I definitely don't compromise. So that's something for me, I don't, you know, for me in my life, I, I, I won't compromise. I've never has it always been that way in your career or is it something that's transitioned as you've gained more experience? Yeah. You know, what's so um, great is um, I grew up in church and I went to church camps and I also talk about in my book rise up that um, when I was a young girl um, at church camp, um, I, there was a, a minister that came and I was um kind of overseeing the kids, the youth. Um, and I was in the chapel that night and several of the kids had been sick or wore crutches or weren't able, you know, braces on their legs, weren't able to play. And, um, at that moment, the Holy spirit fell in that place. And I saw a little girl take off her braces and walk. And at that moment, nobody could tell me that there wasn't a God who heals at that moment. Nobody could tell me there wasn't a God who doesn't save and who isn't real. And the power of his healing isn't real. And that was such a pivotal moment in my life. I said, God, I'm just going to serve you all my life. And I've certainly not done it perfect, but I really want, I always say I want to affect the world and not let the world infect me. So when I moved to Hollywood, I tried to carry as much of that, um, that experience and my growing up with me into Hollywood to affect Hollywood, not that it infect me. And, um, I purposed to not do those things that were expected. Take off your clothes. No. Take off your clothes. No. You know, um, do this. No, you know, I, I purposed. And I always said when I was younger, oh man, if I have girls, I want them. And I'm not downing anybody who's done those things. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying for me and my path, that's what I've chosen. And that's where my convictions lie. Um, and I said, oh gosh, if I have girls, you know, I, I want them to be proud of me. And here I have three girls. <laughs> so, you know, just for me, I wanted to, I wanted to be different. I wanted my life to bear fruit in a way that people looked at me and said, wow, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. How? And, you know, I've since sat with many people who have said, gosh, I gave so much of myself away in pieces that I can never get back. And they're just sobbing. And I just, 
you know, I really believe that as we lean and rely not on our own understanding, as we look to God and His strength and seek His face, and we don't look to the world, but we look to Him, He'll keep us, you know, from those things that would harm us and put us in bondage and keep us in fear and, and lie to us. Um, so, yeah, I purposed early on. I always tell people when I would do interviews, if you move to Hollywood, you better know who you are and whose you are. Otherwise, you're going to... Probably gonna really easy to get uh, just ate up oh. and spit out. Eat up and spit out. That's very very well put. Wow. You know, for listening audience, if you're just not tuning in, we got Brenda Epperson Moore, uh, was the lead actor uh, and uh, young and the wrestlers for years. And uh, she's doing a lot of great things. But we're talking about primarily her new book called Rise Up. <laughs> and uh, we, we're we going to take a station break. But we're going to come back. And we're going to get heavily off into a lot of things that she's doing. We're going to talk about the book a little bit more. And we're going to talk about the, the series that she's in. Uh, the rich and the ruthless, and we we just gonna dab off into all that. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I'll tell you, we got the the fantastic, fabulous Brenda Epperson Moore, you know, just like uh, uh, a lot of you guys might know her uh, from The Young and the Restless. She was on that uh, soap opera for years, and uh, she's doing a lot of uh, other things. And she got a new book out called Rise Up, and she got a couple of series that she's playing in, The, the Rich and the Ruthless. And we're going to get off into that in a minute. But if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight eight eight. 344-1170. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 Noah, you know, uh, I, I, I want to remind our listening audience one more time. I want to give them another opportunity to be part of the legacy contest. So, uh, can, can you crew Rob up again so he can tell them, our listening audience, how they can be part of this? The one, the only Rob Lucy. Thank you, James. Yes, I'm Rob <laughs> Lucy, and I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the Legacy Story Contest. This is a contest that you will write. It's a story that you really don't want to disappear. You'd really love your family and your friends and your colleagues know about this story. It could be anything. It could be something from your childhood. It could be about getting married, about falling in love, about um, um, burning down the barn. You didn't mean to do that. Any story that you don't want to disappear, that you'd love to have your descendants learn about hundreds of years from now. So write your story up to 300 words, a story you don't want to disappear, and we'll uh, judge y'all. We'll read all three, all stories, and we'll come up with a winner. We'll decide on a winner with a great prize. That's the Legacy Story Contest, James, and uh, I'm looking forward to start reading them. I'm looking forward again. Remember, the night is the last night to uh, get your submission in. Uh, uh, the 28th, we're going to identify the folks that uh, uh, that submitted in uh, the top three. 
And on the 4th of June, you have an opportunity to be a part of the James Cooley Show. All entries must be sent to jamescooley145 at gmail.com. Again, that's jamescooley145 at gmail.com. Brenda. You know, your enthusiasm is just, just off the, <laughs> off the chain. And it's, it's an absolute pleasure. You know, I can, I can Aww. feel it. You know, so yeah. <laughs> you talk about generational hope is something you refer in your, mm-hmm. your new book, Rise Up. Can you help our listening audience understand exactly what that concept is? Well, generational hope. I mean, you know, so my book, Rise Up, is really, it's partially about um, my my life and things that I've been through. Um, and it's also about the generational hope that um, we have, the legacy that we have in Christ. And I really believe that by the time people finish reading my book, Rise Up, they will be able to identify what's holding them back. They will be able to move away from and break those chains and bondages of fear that have been holding them back. They will be able to find more joy in their everyday life. They will be able to find more joy in their work and their walk. And, you know, in our heritage and in our generation and, and, um, you know, I was just talking to somebody today and in my book, I talk about how, you know, sometimes we have shame in our family or shame in our past or shame in our, in our generation, but, we are all sons and daughters of a God that there is a kingdom that never ends. And it's, it's, we're, we're princesses. We're heirs to a throne that is bigger than anything we can understand on this earth. And so, you know, we need to move out of that shame and into the hope and the promises that God has for each one of us. And one thing about my book, Rise Up, that I, that I do after each chapter, I talk about um, I have practical questions that I ask everybody. So, cause sometimes we can read something and then not remember what we've read. So after each chapter, I have questions for everybody and say, you know, what's a small thing that you can do that you've learned? What's a small thing that you can implement? What's a small thing that you can do to, you know, have more joy in your life when we just learned X, Y, Z. So it's a workbook as well. Because I really want people to digest and read this book. I just got a note from somebody who read the book and said that they're on chapter four and their their hope has been increased and their life is, is really changed. And they're really reflecting on um, how joy and how having joy, I call it I joy, I am Jesus on you, right? So how having that joy is a birthright and the world and life and, and health issues and loss and so many things steal our joy, but joy is part of our strength. But if you have a family heritage or something in your family that you feel shame about, there's no condemnation in Christ and you are an heir to a kingdom that is more great than you can ever, ever, ever imagine. You know, uh, you mentioned promises. So what is your book of promises? Yeah, thank you for that. That's so, oh, thank you. That means so much to me. That is such a, so in, in the, you know, 2000s, like 2011, 2010, no, gosh, 2000, whatever it was, I started this book of promises. So I get up in the morning and I read my Bible and I pray. Sometimes I read for an hour, sometimes I read for five minutes and you know sometimes I pray for a long time sometimes I pray for a short time depends on my schedule but I always try to start my day with prayer and reading my bible so I started writing a book of promises that I speak out loud because I don't know if people know this but scientifically it states that you believe more of what you speak out of your mouth than what you hear spoken to you you know Jesus the son of God he walked on this earth he spoke the miracles out of his mouth he didn't have to say get up you know take your mat your sins are forgiven you're healed he didn't have to say oh you know I forgive you you're healed he could have just looked at him he could have just walked by like he, but he's spoke those things out of his mouth so that we would speak them out of our mouth and that we would follow his example. So my book of promises are scriptures that I speak every morning over my 
myself, over my health, over my family, over generations. Um, oh, sorry, it's my dog. Um, generations. Um, Isaiah 59 is a great scripture that I speak. It says, my spirit that is on you and my words that I've put in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouth of your children or from the mouth of your children's children or their descendants from this time on and forever. And that's that's a that's a promise, a generational promise. As we speak his truth out of our mouth in those scriptures, our children will speak those scriptures and be blessed, and their children will be blessed. So I my book of promises are scriptures that I have spoken almost every single day over my family, over my life, and over my children. Because I like to stay pre prayed up. For example, when the fires were burning down on the front of our house and the back of our house, and the fire stopped at the front door, and it stopped at my barn gate, and my horses didn't burn. That's because when I first moved here, I walked around this property praying and putting oil and I, you know, look, we can stay pre-prayed up and things can still happen, but I believe that when we pray, we are rooting and grounding like an oak in, in, in fertile, solid ground. So when those things come, the fires come, things that happen, we won't fall over. Wow. Oh my gosh. Ooh, that, that, that was so, that it's so true. That's so inspirational, Brenda. So we're going to veer off. We're going to go and talk about the rich and the ruthless. Um, yes. Tell us about the premise of the series. And what was it like reuniting with Victoria Rowell, who played Drusilla on The Young and the Restless? Oh, my gosh. First of all, we are dear friends. Um, her daughter, her son, like I was there when um, her son was born in the hospital and we have remained so close for all these years. So The Rich and the Ruthless is um, a really fun show. Um, we're in our fourth season and we just got picked up by BET Plus. So we're on BET Plus. It's such an exciting platform. My character, Edith Norman, is like I explained earlier, kind of a, a mean girl, um, head of Daytime Network. And Victoria Rowell is Kitty. And she is hysterical. She, um, Kitty Berenger, and um, it was absolutely incredible reuniting with her, and I'm just so grateful to be working with her and Richard Brooks and um, Robert Richard. It just It's an incredible cast, and we just had a lot of fun. So you can watch us at BET Plus, The Rich and the Ruthless. You'll love it. I'm sure I will. And this is a two-part question. Tell us about your podcast, Morning Cup of Faith, and also why you started the Ascend Women's Conference, and what does this conference entail? So um, Morning Cup of Faith is a podcast that I co-host with Shelly Anderson Myers. We both had a calling in our heart. We had a Bible study called Morning Cup of Faith during COVID when we the lockdowns first happened. We were like, we've got to do something. Let's just so we did Zoom calls and started this, you know, had this Bible study. And then it kind of went off to, let's do more, let's do more. And I really felt called to do a podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasts. She felt called to it. So we started Morning Cup of Faith podcast. And it's really taken off. We've had Cece Winans came on our show, Morning Cup of Faith. We had her on, and she talked about her new um, single, uh, Belief for It, which is, oh, incredible. Um, we've had incredible guests. We, we had the um, Chick-fil-A founder's um, daughter on. I mean, we've had just so many. Victoria was on, Victoria Ralph. Um, we've had so many wonderful guests on the show. And it's really, we talk about faith. All things coffee and pop culture. And we say we like to pour you a little faith latte with a double shot of the divine. So we, we started this um, podcast out of a calling in our heart to do more and to encourage people during COVID and lockdown and to really give them hope and faith and share the stories of other people who are struggling or going through things, hoping that it will really help encourage people. And it, in fact, has um, now an international platform on Amazon um, and just everywhere podcasts are. So it's it's been incredible. Wow. You know, Brenda, you have lived your whole life around um, celebrities and the entertainment world. <laughs> what is it like stepping back a little bit and saying, okay, who is who is the real Brenda? 
that's that's a, a really good question. Um, you know, the real Brenda has always been the real Brenda. I'm I've really um, purposed in my life that I wanted to be authentic and be who. Um, be the best version of myself um, that God had called me to be and that I'd look back in my life and, and know that I've given it my all. And um, the real Brenda is, you know, is a woman who loves God and who puts God first and loves her family and is a little... A little wacky because I I say yes to things and I think oh God I'll say yes but how do I do this you know which is you know what I did with the Ascend Conference God tapped me on the shoulder in 2012 and said I want you to do a women's conference I mean I heard the, the whisper in my ear and I said yes and we're in our ninth year and we've had women yeah we he said women would be saved they would be set free and his name would be glorified I heard that. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, we've had women like bum rush the altar for prayer. We've partnered with In Touch Ministries as one of our partners, with Dr. Charles Stanley. Compassion International has come alongside of us. Dream Church, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Dream, uh, the Dream Center, LA Dream Center has come alongside of us. We have had a phenomenal outreach, what God has done. And I just said yes. So that that's that's the real me. I just, I want to be a blessing and bless others and say yes. And I want to see people's life radically changed and transformed with the power of God because he can do it for each one of us. That's why they got Wow. Wow. You know, that, that, that is so fantastic. We're going to take a station break. <laughs> but we're going to come back and we're going to continue this discussion with Brenda Epperson Moore. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I'll, I'll tell you, this guest today is so enthusiastic and inspirational. I tell you, um, Michelle and I are sitting back here, uh, we, we feeling it and we giggling and we having fun. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's so extraordinary. We got the wonderful Brenda Epperson Moore and, uh, many of you know her from the young and the restless. She was the, the lead, uh, actress in that. And she's also playing in this series right now, the rich and the ruthless. <laughs> and, uh, and she would tell us about her character and it just, uh, it's so wonderful. But if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Hey, Brenda, producer Noah again. I want to go back real quickly because I have a huge love for podcasting, not only listening, I have my own as well. And I'm going to check out yours, The Morning Cup of Faith. I mean, if you're talking about Thank coffee you. and pop culture, I'm already in anyway. 
But I know that's probably one avenue where you get to connect and make a difference with other Christians. What type of feedback have you gotten from people that have listened to the podcast? And does that positive feedback that you get, does that give you other ideas along the way? Yeah, it, it for sure does. And yeah, I definitely want to check out your podcast too. I need to subscribe. So let me know. I will. Um, yeah. Um, Morning Cup of Faith is really, um, we keep going because of the notes and the feedback we're getting. People said they've been encouraged, um, gives them hope to go on. It makes them realize that they're still good in the world. You know, when you start getting feedback like that, that it really does um, keep you moving forward. And honestly, we've met some tremendous people. Some of the guests that we've connected with that we wouldn't normally probably know or meet. It's really been fun because publishers will call us and it opens a lot of doors to just connect with a lot of people that we otherwise wouldn't get to connect with. And everybody's got a story and everybody's story resonates with somebody else. So that's kind of how um, you can make a big difference in this world. I I, I love that. And that is so true. Everybody's story is different. And you can actually learn from somebody else that might be going through something similar that helps you along your own journey. 100%. Love that. Brenda. What advice do you give to your children on staying focused and being the best version of themselves? Well, I really believe that um, it's, you know, monkey see, monkey do, um, really simply put. Um, I think we can talk all we want and we can tell people all we want, but what is our life reflecting and what is our life showing others? Um, I think it's really important that we show our children um, more than talking at them because what we show them is what they're going to absorb more than what we tell them. So I really try to live a life where I show them the right things to do. I show them. I use examples. Oh, my gosh, this two two um, extra things in our grocery um, bag. These aren't ours. We didn't pay for them. Let's take, I don't want to take them back. Guys, that's the right thing to do. You know, it's things like that. And it's little things I talk about in my book, the little things matter. It builds integrity. And, you know, it builds... Um, your character and, you know, an integrity and a person with deep character is something that I think the world needs more of these days. You know, somebody who can be honest, even when it's painful. And I think it's incredibly important. So I try to also live my life, you know, be an example to my children. Again, I'm not always successful, but I'm a work in progress too. <laughs> but I tell, tell my children, you are mighty women of God. You are world changers. Remember who you are and whose you are. You know, Brenda, you know, I'm going to have to kind of throw a wrench like I do with or pretty much all of my guests. Uh, okay. You have had a very, very successful uh, career and, you, and it's still there. It ain't over. <laughs> but what would Brenda today tell a younger version of Brenda if she could? Invest in that property in Las Vegas. <laughs> what were you thinking? It's filled with houses now. <laughs> That's what I would. I was scared. I was like, I'm not going to get. No, honestly, I I would I would tell myself, you know, um, don't be afraid. I think you know things I didn't do in my life um, because I was afraid. And not to be afraid. I would tell the younger Brenda not to be afraid for sure. And, you know, even writing this book, it was, it was a very kind of fearful, vulnerable thing for me. And I didn't, I'm, I'm published. I'm a publisher. I'm in Barnes and Noble. You can get on christianbooks.com. You can get on Amazon, rise up. And, um, I, I would tell myself not to be afraid because fear is definitely a liar. It's false evidence appearing real. Mm hmm. You know, I got a, a two-part question. Um, and first of all, what does the word gratitude mean to you? And what do you want your legacy legacy to be? You hear, you hear we talking about the legacy contest. So. I do. I do. That's so awesome. So gratitude to me is being grateful even when you have nothing and finding the good and being thankful. A thankful heart is a happy heart, and I really believe that. And I grew up with very little. My mom had to pick in the fields at times when my dad died. We, you know, didn't have food sometimes, and she'd go out and pick in the fields and, and bring that food home. And 
um, my mom always said, you know, find something to be grateful for. You know, the birds are chirping, you have breath in your lungs. And I really believe that we can find something to be grateful for, that our heart um, becomes more open and that we then attract people and we attract those things to us. And people want to help you when you're grateful. But if you're grumbling and you're angry and you're, you're vengeful, you know, you're going to disconnect and they're going to, um, people are going to be repelled by you. So a grateful heart is really important to a successful life. I fully believe that. And I want my legacy to be that I pointed people to Christ and that I was selfless and that I, I did things because I care about people and because I really, really, really want people to understand that their life matters and that God is not done with them yet. And even if they're in the pit of despair, even if they're um, in pain, that God is still going to use them. And I really believe Romans 8, 28, that God will work good somehow in this. If they will just submit and cry out to God, he will never leave you or forsake you and he'll be there. I've seen it time and time and time again. And that's part of my book, Rise Up. It's it's a thank you note. It's a love letter of all the times God has proved faithful in my life over and over and over again. When I'm sitting in my bathtub filled with blood from my third miscarriage, crying out to God, saying, how can you work good in this? And then he gave me another child. But I had to say, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. That's part of being grateful and saying, no matter what, I'm so going to trust you and I'm still going to love you and I'm still going to believe in you, God. And those are just some of the things that I've been through in my journey that God has brought me through. Brenda, what new projects are you working on? We know you got the TV series, The Rich and the Roofless, (laughs) and we know we got your podcast and, you know, the Women's Conference, but what new projects are you working on? Well, I am moving toward my music, and I've been in talks with um, a possible film that's going to be, um, you know, going on and, and attaching some of my music to this film. I'm very excited about the conversations that we're having. So I am working on my music and um, continuing learning how to play the guitar and the piano. So that's those are my new projects. And um, getting my daughter married next year, my oldest daughter, she's 26. Yes, she's getting married. So that's, that's what I'm working on, being the mother of the bride. And um, I learned how to ride a horse this year. We have horse, <laughs> horses. We have a horse property. So, you know, I just always want to try to just keep bettering myself and just keep learning new things and, and going beyond what, yeah. what I think my limitations are. Wow. Hey, Brenda, we, we're down to the last minute. How can I listen to audience, get in touch with you or, you know, if they wanted to or, or your okay. book and all that, all that great stuff? Yes, thank you so much for having me. Go to www.brendaepperson.com. You can find my book, Rise Up There. You click it. You can go to Barnes & Noble, christianbooks.com, or Amazon, of course. Please put in, um, you know, when you read it, put in um, a survey and just tell, you know, tell people how you liked it. Um, you can go to Morning Cup of Faith for our podcast. Instagram is Brenda Epperson, too. Facebook page, Brenda Epperson, and my Twitter. And, um, yeah, you just find me and connect and, and, um, let's, let's do this. Wow. <laughs> you so know, uh, I, we, we want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show tonight. I mean, you know what? Uh, next time, uh, I'm in, in California studios. Uh, I, I'm not next time, but we would like to have you in the studio because you bring so much joy and happiness to, to us. Uh, I but I, I want, <laughs> I want to thank, uh, my great co-host, uh, Michelle Cooley. I want to thank my great producer, uh, for always being there and taking care but most important i want to thank our listening audience for being here nightly you know and uh we're always looking for sponsors to make sure we bring this great message to you thanks for joining us for it's your life with james cooley to learn more about james how you can support the show or become a guest visit cooleyfoundation.org Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's your life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.